Trials and tribulations, life can get rough. And through the storm, we'll make it. Just put your trust in Him. No matter what you're going through, I know that I'll never leave you. You feel that you can take no more. You may think you've seen it all. Thank you for taking the time to listen to the Get Happy with Jay podcast. In this episode, we continue with our discussion with Dr. Mary Ann Akers. All month, we've been discussing love and relationships. We've taken extra time to examine perhaps the greatest love of all, the love of self and self-care. Dr. Akers begins to outline her 12 plus steps to self-love. So let's get into it. So as we continue... You have told me that you have an amazing 12-point thing. <laughs> I didn't you, say amazing. Well, it's you, points. so it's amazing. So you have 12 points that you want to get through yes. in helping people to get to this wonderful self-care, lovery awareness. Yes. I, I thought about everything that self-care means, mm-hmm. and that really means wellness, and that's a whole different topic. Yeah. <laughs> and um, but so I narrowed it down to 12 things, the first of which is awaken positively. When you when you awaken, if you're awakened by your pet, your partner, your kids, your truly obnoxious alarm clock. <laughs> normally, the first thing you think of is, oh, however, remember, we talked about training yourself mm-hmm. to pay attention to self if the first thing you train yourself you teach yourself the first thing out of your mouth is this is a good day yes this is really a good day imagine if if you believe if your body believes everything you tell it mm-hmm. if that's the first thing you tell your body in the morning and the first thing you tell your partner your child Mm -hmm. whoever not the alarm clock whoever (laughs) wakes you up that breathes air suppose that's the first thing they hear in the morning yes suppose this is a really good day yeah this day is full of possibility holy moly i mean you don't have to go crazy with it but suppose that's the first thing suppose your sweetie wakes you up in the morning and that's the first thing you say hi sweetie this is a really good day Mm-hmm. What a great thing to hear first thing in the morning. Yeah. Um, before my hit the, my feet hit the floor in the morning. I do. My cats hear me say that. They don't care. <laughs> but, but I always say thank you to God for another day. You know, before those feet are on the floor, I'm like, thank you. This yeah, because a really good day. Half the battle is won. You woke up. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, that's a big part. That's a big part. Mm -hmm. So number one would be this awaken positively. I'm a big believer in that. But you have to practice. Yeah. You know, you you have to have to snatch that mind back from wanting to throw your phone or your clock across the room. 
Or start griping about, oh, I've got to get ready for work and bleh. Yes, (laughs) yes, yes, yes. Whatever the top of your mind gripe is, make it go away. Mm -hmm. Because your body, I'm going to say this so many times, you're going to be like, oh, gag me. Um, Your body believes every word you tell it. Mm -hmm. You tell it enough that it's a really good day. Yeah. And you hear that on that point of just real quick of your body believing what you tell it. Yes. I don't know how many times I have learned of people that have gotten like awful diagnoses and they already had whatever disease it is before they had the diagnosis and they felt fine. But once that doctor says you have blank, blank or blank, then all of a sudden it's in that person's mind and they're telling themselves, I have whatever, whatever. And then you can see the decline almost immediately in some people that embrace the diagnosis and not the hope that I can beat it. You know what I mean? So that that speaks directly to that. What you tell yourself, your body knows it. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. When when my grandson was eight, seven or eight, Mm -hmm. seven or eight. He was he was diagnosed holy moly. It was mom. They're driving to school. Mom, I have a sore throat. Erica, for some, she listened. She's she's my my intuitive genius daughter. She listened. She pulled the car off the side of the road. She said, "Open your mouth." <laughs> Pulls out the flashlight she always has with her. Looks down <laughs> his throat, and he's got these two golf balls in his throat. Yeah. She said, "Okay, do not pass go." Bam. They went to the doctor. Um, she went in. She said, hey, he's got golf balls in his neck. The golf, the doctor looked, said, oh, take him to the hospital. Took him right to the hospital. And he was, he had his tonsils out that night. He had his tonsils biopsied. And it turned out he had leukemia, some, some wow. strange weirdo leukemia, form of leukemia. And he spent about four months in the hospital. Mm-hmm. And in that hospital, Children's Hospital up in Milwaukee, can't say enough wonderful about it. They had dream therapists. They had music therapists. Erica stayed with him, and they they did. She's a certified massage therapist, so they did mm-hmm. essential oil stuff. They did massage work. They did Reiki. They did mis- reflexology. She had crystals around. Mm-hmm. She called in the angels. She brought it all in, mm-hmm. and um, and and called on everybody in her circle. Yes, that's positive. Yeah, to um, send out. Good vibes, good prayers, good whatever. Mm-hmm. She worked through um, an organization called the Caring Bridge. It's an online thing. Yes. Anybody can be part of it mm-hmm. that's ill and in the hospital. When that kid got out of the hospital, the Caring Bridge must have had, it had almost 500,000 hits. And people only, there was only positivity there. Yes. In, in everything. And it was the most fabulous thing. Mm-hmm. And he is 15 and a half now. He has his first car. He has a <laughs> GF or an SO or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> At the moment, he is healthy. He's a trombone playing baseball, football, cooler than dirt, hunk of terrificness. Amazing. And, yeah. You know, nobody ever said you're not getting better. Yeah. Yep. And no one dwelled on you're sick. I think that's the worst thing you can dwell no. on. Yeah. Not at all. Not at all. Amazing. He's Mr. Amazo. And so is the rest of the family. Yeah. Because everybody just pulled in there like there was mm-hmm. no tomorrow. Yeah. You need all the positivity you can get. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. 
So he, he kind of has been forgiven for being a holy terror for five years. But <laughs> Well, he kind of earned the right to be a bit of a terror for a while. <laughs> yes. Yeah. True. True. So I kind of somewhat interrupted your first point of oh, awesomeness. Right. Okay. Well, I'm ready to hear number two. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're going to have to tell me when to stop talking. No, I know. Uh, we can talk like forever. Yeah. But yeah. Well, that's because you're such a good interviewer. Well, thank you. And you're a great muse. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Okay, the second thing, and don't get all like, is meditate. And don't go all like, Buddha, 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 no. I can't do that because I can't focus on nothing. La, la, la. <laughs> you don't have to be like, Buddha, Buddha, la, la, la. If you will, if you're willing To give yourself just a minute a day to start with. If you can sit still, close your eyes, and focus on your breath. Something you're going to do automatically. Think you you can occupy your busy little mind with your breath. You can feel it on the inside of your nose. Usually, most people can feel it on the inside, outside, inside their nose. Mm-hmm. Does that make any sense? <laughs> yeah. If you set your your what do you call it, phone timer thing for sixty seconds, that's too much. Try it for thirty. Just focus on that in out breath, in out, in out. That in itself is giving your mind whew, a chance just to settle for thirty seconds. Mm-hmm. 30 seconds, it seems like nothing. But if you can shut off the blah, blah, blah that's in there, mm-hmm. 30 seconds. And so in that space, are you like not thinking of anything? Or is the whole idea focus to just your clear breath. your mind and you're just totally focusing on you're, your breath? You focus just completely on your breath because if you're focused on your breath, number one, it gives that monkey mind something to do. Yeah. Um, the meditators call it um, beginner's mind. Mm-hmm. It gives your beginner's mind something to do because you're paying attention to the breath mm-hmm. and you're not paying attention to that blah, blah voice that's saying, see, see, you can't even keep a mind, <laughs> you can't even keep your mind quiet for 12 seconds. You're out of it. <laughs> you're bad. You can't meditate. You can't blah. It's the whole big you can't, you can't, you can't voice. I hate that. Mm-hmm. So uh, when I say, say meditate, just focus on your breath. Give yourself a moment of no mind chatter. It's like amazing. And if you just add a minute a day, pretty soon you'll find yourself up to 15 minutes. And give yourself the gift of that quiet time. Mm-hmm. You know, when you think you can't listen to one more client, one more kid, one more something, you can always go to the bathroom, sit in the toilet. <laughs> go multitask in a, go in a <laughs> yes and just give yourself that come down mm-hmm. moment it's it's a gift you give yourself and so um, why is that important just to it clear all the clutter in there it builds yeah. i can imagine that that would help anxiety it people does. with any kind of anxiety it issue absolutely does. Or if you're like me and you're thinking of a hundred different things and your brain is just going, 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 yes. Yes. you need to stop that and give your stop. brain a break. Stop. Yeah. And then you get to, you know what? Pain is cumulative. Clutter is cumulative. Yes. Pain, regardless of whether it's a emotional pain or a spiritual pain or physical pain, mm-hmm. it accumulates and accumulates and accumulates. Mm-hmm. Give yourself a break. Yeah. God, clear it out. Then you get to start again, of course. Yeah. Because that's how our monkey minds are. It's just, 
just how it is. But get, if you can give yourself even five minutes a day of quietude that way, mm-hmm. it's a real reset. Yeah. There's a there's a guy named John Cabot Zen. Big deal from I think the late '80s. He writes about mindfulness, and he's he's it's Doctor John Cabot Zen. Mm-hmm. He has a great book. He has the groundbreaking book on mindfulness. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the whole title, but if you do Cabot Zen mindfulness, Google it up. Yeah, he's he's the he's 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 one of the pioneers in in this mindfulness thing. Yeah, you can read all about it. All right. Ready for number three? I'm ready for number three. Okay. You're going to love it. It's eat (laughs) healthy stuff. Well, hey, that's where I'm at right now. (laughs) Eat healthy stuff. (laughs) And the first thing people say is, oh, I can't afford to do that. Yeah, that's a biggie that that you automatically think that because you're at the grocery store and you see the organic section. (laughs) Yeah. And you see that the prices are way up. You're like, oh, I can't do that. Well, you know, I can remember back in the day, I we didn't have a lot of money. And I was supposed to come up with three meals a day, snacks, two little boys, because Erica, the queen of the universe, wasn't with us yet, and my husband. And I had $50, including tax, for mm-hmm. two weeks of groceries. Whoa. <laughs> and so I, I learned to make a grocery list. Mm-hmm. where there was never one meal that was one meal. One meal always had to be at least two or three. Yeah, that you could stretch. And that you could stretch. Do ingenious things with leftovers. And, uh, <laughs> I don't know about ingenious, but it, it, you, you just learn. And, and like, celery is pretty cheap. It's not the best tasting thing. Just naked here, have some celery. Yeah. Or you put some peanut butter on it, not bad. Yeah. I have a fabulous... That I will share with you, not on the air. There just isn't time. <laughs> um, ranch dressing recipe, great for celery, great for carrots. Mm-hmm. Cheaper to buy um, big, huge pound. You can buy a pound of carrots for goodness sakes for a buck. Yeah. Um, cut them up, dip them in ranch dip, dip them in peanut butter. Mm. Mm-hmm. Cheap. Cut up an apple. You can dip it in vinegar water. Yeah. You don't have to have a lemon. Lemons are expensive. But if you dip it in vinegar water, it won't turn brown. Yeah. Can, I never knew that. That's good to know. Most of us just don't hang around with lemons, you know? Yeah. But yes. I love lemons. I do, too. Oh, I it just, I, it, I the flavor just brightens everything. I love it. <laughs> I do, too. I do, too. But I, I can remember back in the day, mm-hmm. it would be a lemon or, I don't know, back then, you could get a whole box of cereal for what it cost to get a lemon. Yeah. So, Yes. Yes. So eat healthy but stuff. Eat meal eat planning. Healthy stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can get a bag of beans, frozen vegetable. Vegetables will make a big pot of soup. Yeah. I love soup. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And bread. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bread. Bread. <laughs> um, but if you notice the difference, and here we go back to paying attention and retraining your thinking. Yeah. Are you are you eating or are you cramming stuff in your mouth? Yeah. Just because mm-hmm. you're mad, you're sad, you're frustrated, you're lonesome. Or you're celebrating. Or you're, oh, yeah, Thanksgiving. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was a bad celebratory eater. I would oh. celebrate any moment with, oh, yes. some, with a treat. Yes. Yeah. Well, if you know it's a good day, <laughs> of course everything's a good treat. <laughs> that's, that's how it is. So you, you, you actually pay attention to eating healthy stuff 
and recognize that it doesn't have to be takeout. Takeout is so expensive. Yeah, it is. It is. It It adds up. Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. It does. It's like, whoa, how do people do that? Yeah. So eat healthy stuff. Yeah. Eat with some reasonableness. Yeah. That little voice inside you knows what you know. Yeah. It does. And you you, wanna... can, you can choose to override the default. Yeah. <laughs> huh. like, I'm, I'm pretty good at that. Yeah. I think we all are. <laughs> but, but, yeah, eat healthy stuff. Um, hmm. Move. Yeah. Number four point. Move. Like, yeah. Like, go up and down stairs. Um, walk around the inside of your house. Ten minutes. Set your timer on that phone. Make it do something. Yeah. My brother just sent me a picture of his Fitbit thing. And he said, oh, I just walked 500 miles. Because they're training to go on a um, pilgrimage. Wow. This, yeah, I know. However, the pilgrimage is just 70 miles. Um, Where is this pilgrimage going to be? Portugal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like they're swimming there. Yeah. But, <laughs> Portugal, <laughs> Portugal. Um, holy smokes! My, some some person I know said, "Jiminy Christmas, Portugal! Why don't you just walk up and down this street?" Anyway, so <laughs> here I'm thinking I'm doing really great to walk around my house for ten minutes up and down the stairs, and he sends me this Fitbit thing, five hundred miles. Do not be deterred by people who can do it better than you, because somebody can always do it better than you. Yeah. <laughs> Always, that's just the way it is. Set your phone, your yakky phone, for movement breaks. Um, in the evening, I, I do needlework, and I have started to watch TV, and I have learned that I can mm-hmm. be a binger. Yeah, Ooh. and it's easy to binge now, especially oh. if you have, like, Netflix or something where you don't have oh. to wait week to week to see an episode. You can watch all 13 <laughs> episodes and in a row. To. That's, like, moreism. Yeah, yeah, give me more. That immediate gratification of now I don't want to wait. But if you if you set set your phone for every half hour to get up, to stretch, to wiggle your arms and do chicken wing things, you know, chicken wing things like that. I'm I'm demonstrating here in the studio. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) You could do the wobble moves. Oh yeah, the wobble dance. Do wobble wobble moves. If your neighborhood feels too scary, walk in the mall. There are walkers like lots of walkers in the mall. And it's safe inside and it's warm. You could join a gym for ten bucks, but you have to use that subscription. Yeah. But ten bucks. Ten bucks. That's like what, a pack of cigarettes? Um, a trip to McDonald's, a million dollar coffee. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You could do that ten bucks. But I'm so glad that you mentioned the stuff that you can do for free because I think a lot of people in their mind one of the excuses that we use in our brain is, oh, I can't afford a gym membership. You can do stuff right at home, oh and gosh. if you have internet access and you have like YouTube, you can get all these exercise videos for free. Just. Pull them up on YouTube, and there you go. That's no excuse. That's what one of our mutual friends said to me. You can do anything. You can do yoga. You can do blah, blah, blah. You can yeah. do hot something. I don't know something. <laughs> it was probably hot yoga. <laughs> yes, it was. That's it. That's yeah. it. You could do hot yoga. You could go to Forest Park Nature Center, which is the best kept secret around this town. Mm-hmm. And they have marvelous paths 
mm-hmm. that go all through up and down, easy ones, tough ones. They're well kept. Mm-hmm. You, it doesn't cost anything to go walk those trails. Yeah. It's fabulous. Mm-hmm. But our bodies were designed for movement. Yes. For movement. Mm-hmm. And use it or lose it, sissy. Absolutely. Move, mm-hmm. Stretch. Just move. Keep your body moving. And if you need your phone to remind you, do it. Yeah. Set Just that reminder. Do yep. it. Set that thing mm-hmm. to going. We're ready for number five. Holy moly. Okay. <laughs> laughing. My yeah. number five is laughing with a friend mm-hmm. at a circumstance. Uh, my very favorite is at my. <laughs> oh, mine there's too. A, there's always something. Yeah. Like, whatever. A funny movie, your kids, your pets, your partner. I found that laughter is important in relationships. Oh, my gosh, yes. Because I'm almost 21 years in, and people ask me, like, how do you do it? How do you stay with someone that long? And one of the first things I'll say is we make each other laugh. That's the That's best. so important. Oh, my gosh, that's the best. Because of your, you know, laughter breaks up tension. Yes, yeah. Yes. Laughter is a distraction that sometimes you need, yes. you know, yes. and it, it means that you're not taking yourself too seriously. Absolutely. That's important. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I think if you have two pee in your pants laughs every week. Yeah. Just just rolling on the floor. Oh, my gosh. Laughs twice a week. It is going to keep you healthy on every level you've got. Yeah. It just is. It's important. Yes. Yes. That's that's one of the things that's that has oh. been good to me about Facebook, as annoying as it can be on other levels. We can <laughs> do a whole show on that. One of the good things is I'll always have someone on there that puts some kind of funny, crazy video or something that just makes me chuckle. So I get at least yes. a chuckle a day off of Facebook. <laughs> then, it, then it's it's worth the everything everything in balance. In balance, right? If it's worth the annoyance, uh, that good laugh. Yeah. Huh. Do it. Mm-hmm. Keeps you in balance. Yes. I hadn't thought of Facebook that way, mainly because I, I'm just learning to try to check into Facebook every day. I, yeah. <laughs> it was like, ugh. But I'm, I'm, I'm rethinking. I'm reframing that. Yeah. To what a wonderful way to keep in touch with oh, so many Oh, and it people. is. I mean, yeah. I was able to, like, touch bases with old friends from high school and elementary school that I never would have caught up with had it not been for that resource. Yeah. So that's it's good for that's some things. That's what Erica told me. Mm-hmm. I, I do listen to my daughter. She yeah. Is. She's a wise one. That's yes, a good one. She, yes, she yeah. is. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, she is. So I like to check in and see how wise she is. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. So laughter, and that's even in the Bible. It says laughter doth good like a medicine, doesn't it? I think that's that's the quote. Yeah. Yeah. If it's not as close enough. Yeah. It means exactly the same thing. Mm -hmm. You know, I I I suspect that Jesus and his disciples. Um, Buddha and the folks that he hung around with, Lao Tzu, Confucius, they all had people they laughed with. Mm-hmm. You know, they had a big jobs. Yeah. They were masters of social change. Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's a heaviness to that work. 
Mm -hmm. And they had to have people in their hangout group. Yeah. Well, I remember seeing lots of photos of Dr. Martin Luther King, and he's smiling and laughing. So the serious work that he was doing, getting beaten, thrown in jail, during all that, you see him in these moments that he had laughter and joy. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know, when, um, another digression, when when I was in school, I I was a a resident assistant, and that means um, you, you kind of babysat the girls that were on your floor Uh and this was back in the 60s (laughs) and I on my floor I must I had probably five black women Mm -hmm. and they would leave on Friday afternoons to go down to Mississippi yeah and they they did the freedom marches yeah and I you you never knew if If you were going to see them back back. yeah Mm -hmm. oh my gosh oh my gosh oh my gosh but they came back, and it was with such joy in their hearts. They may have mm-hmm. black eyes. They may have broken something. Yeah. They may come back with a cast on. But they had such 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 joy mm-hmm. for for their mission, for their passion. Yes. It was like what a lesson to be that I was gifted with so yeah. early in my life. That is like, a gift. Yes. So you, we've conquered laughter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So we're on to what number Hang are we up to? Hang out with positive people. Oh, that's a big one. <laughs> I have learned that, yes, your circle is so important. Yes. Yes. Oh, because yes. I had some like negative people in my life in the past. Mm. And sometimes you don't even realize necessarily that they are negative, but they are. And when you free yourself of those negative people, it's amazing. There. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. I I read another very cool quote that speaks to that exactly. And and this 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 woman Joanna says, "I'm beginning to love the sound of my feet walking away from what was never meant for me." Amen, and, sister. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it's like we already know. You alluded to this. You didn't allude. You said. You don't need to talk about the weather. Everybody knows it's cold outside, yeah. but it's not. It's not like we're working on the Alaskan pipeline. Yeah. It's, it's not like we're even those poor souls that were in the cold water at Lake and Sheridan in whenever it was yeah. November and December. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're in a yummy, warm, cozy house. Yeah, or a cozy studio right here. Yeah, well, we're only going to be in it a few well, minutes. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Um, or it's like when you walk into a room and it, 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 it almost feels like a chicken peck. You yeah. know how, how chickens will pick on the, the tiniest one or the one yeah. that's sick. They'll peck, peck, peck it to death. Yeah. Um, negative people can peck, peck, peck you to death. It brings you down. There's yes. like a weight to it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, so to be with people that will reframe some of the st- stupidity that falls <laughs> out of your mouth. Yeah. That'll reframe some big concern, some big stress that's just on your mind. Yeah. That and let ha- people go that put you down, too. Absolutely. Yeah. Adios, downers. Yeah. Really, it, it, it doesn't pay. Yeah. It just, and it's, you know, it's hard. It's, it's hard when a lot of those people are in your family. Oh, that's really hard. That's, or if it's your partner. Uh, yeah. Adios. That's a tough one. You know, you can, you can only do that for so long 
before it'll kill you. Yeah. It'll kill your soul. It'll yeah. weather your soul. Just, and we, in our work, we see this. Yeah. So, so much. And, you know, I, I, I've worked, and probably you too, with people who have said, and I prayed and prayed and prayed that something will change. Mm-hmm. Well, sometimes that something has to be you. Yeah, and th- that's a big lesson. That's yes. Sometimes you can't you can't pray the ugly away from someone else. Sometimes no, because you know the good Lord gives us all a will to do whatever will Absolutely. to be good, will to be bad. We have choices, Absolutely. and you can't make someone else sometimes see themselves. So sometimes you just have to extricate yourself. <laughs> Away from the situation. And that's painful, but necessary. Lots of times it is very, very painful and scary. Change is scary. Yeah, change. Big change is scary. We could do a show on change. Yeah. Change can be scary. Yeah. That's a feature one. All right. (laughs) I I would love to do a show on change. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be afraid of change as hard as it can be. No, be wise about change. Yeah. Don't be able to be afraid of it. Yeah. Um, and that comes back to, you're smart, you're kind. Yeah, you're capable, you you're everything. Yeah. You, mm-hmm. you can absolutely do this. Um, yeah. I hope you've enjoyed uncovering Dr. Aker's first six steps to self-love. We will conclude this discussion in the next episode. You have to stick around for 7 through 12, right? Be sure and like our Facebook page, Get Happy with Jay, and bookmark the website. Like what you hear, share, and subscribe. You can also find us on the usual places, iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Until next time, do something to make yourself happy. It's not selfish, it's self-care. Tell me.